okay, why the delay? Well, we had a bit of a delay because of technical issue. <laughs> but you know, delays can be really frustrating. They can really test your patience. They can be annoying. They can be costly. They can be inconvenient. But sometimes they happen with good reason. And sometimes we're actually happy things are delayed, you know? Sometimes people get, you hear these stories all the time, somebody got caught in traffic and didn't make it to the airport and missed the flight and maybe something terrible happened with the flight and they were glad of that delay. So sometimes delays can be very, very beneficial. But I want to um, talk about um, not just the world situation delays but delays in our personal lives, okay? And we can all we all experience this. We've prayed and we're believing God for certain things, but there's a delay. And it's like sometimes God answers by saying yes. <laughs> I say this all the time. God answers by saying yes, or saying no, or saying wait. And of course, when he says wait or not yet, we want to know why. Or do we? Most of the time we do want to know why. Why is this delay happening? And there's reasons why God delays things, and it could be for our benefit, and it could be for our instruction, okay? So let's have a look at a few uh, verses and uh, just see some of the reasons why God may be delaying answers to our prayers and the cries of our heart. Uh, this story is about uh, Jesus on one of his healing missions, and it says, Behold, he went down to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And uh, it says, Behold, a woman of Canaan. So not a Jewish lady, not someone from Israel, but a woman of Canaan. And if you have a look at the background, it says she was actually Greek. Behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region, and she cried out to him, to Jesus, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. So she addresses him in the correct manner. You know, some of the, some of the Jews wouldn't have been, even address him in that manner, in that respectful, honouring way. She said, Lord, son of David. She's saying, basically, you're the Messiah. I know who you are. I'm coming to you for help. She said, have mercy on me. She must have known that he'd had mercy on many others and healed others. And she's saying, what about me? Sometimes we say that. What about me? My daughter is severely demon-possessed. So this is not a small thing. This is a major issue that is affecting the daughter that she loves. And so sometimes a delay will come. There's been a delay in the situation with her daughter. Maybe she sought help elsewhere, like the woman with the issue of blood. She might have sought help elsewhere. But now she's coming to the source of um, the breakthrough. So Jesus answered her not a word. He didn't say anything. He delayed his response. And so the disciples came and urged the disciples came and urged him. I'm gonna have to look at this one. The disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. So the disciples have seen that he has not answered her, he has not replied, 
He has delayed his response. Therefore, they are assuming that he doesn't want to help her. Because why? Sorry, folks, I'm going to have to do this. The back screen's not working. But he answered and said, you're not looking at me anyway, you're looking here. <laughs> he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then she came and worshipped him. Okay, so first of all, she is pleading and asking. But he says, look, I haven't been sent to you people. I've been sent to my people. <laughs> but then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. So he has delayed his response and it has tested her faith. She kept calling him Lord. She didn't say, gosh, you're a mean person. She didn't say, oh, where am I going to go now? You're my last resort. She didn't say that. She came and worshipped him. And sometimes that's what a delay will do. It's to test our faith. It's to see where we're really at. What did she do? She came, she didn't just plead and ask. Now she's coming and worshipping. Okay? Then he answers her. So after there's a delay, there's a testing of her faith, there's a drawing closer to the Lord, Jesus answered her. Then Jesus answered and said to her, Oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. So even though there was a delay of sorts, from the moment that he intervened and her faith was released, the daughter was healed from then. So sometimes there's a delay and then suddenly there'll be a breakthrough. When we exercise our faith, when we draw near to God, when we release our burden to him and push in, that's when the breakthrough comes. So even there's this testing of our faith, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. How do I know? James chapter 1 tells us, the word of God says it. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. One of the uh, translations says, produces endurance, produces patience. We could all do with a little more patience, probably. So if your faith is being tested, maybe it's because it's going to produce a good result, even more patience. You know, there can be short delays and there can be long delays. In this particular case, it seemed like a short delay from the time when Jesus intervened. But there was this testing of her faith. What would she do when he didn't answer immediately? She kept pressing, she kept pushing, she kept believing, she kept pursuing, okay? She kept her heart right. So there's a testing of our faith. A delay can also not just test our faith, but test our hearts. And the, the children of Israel were very tested in the wilderness. They tested God, but he also tested them in the wilderness for 40 years. Like an 11 day journey took about 40 years. And this is the Lord speaking. He said, Moses spoke through him and said, you shall remember 
that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you. There's that word again, testing you. To know what's in your heart. You know, we all think we know what's in our heart, but we don't most of the time. The testing of the faith, the testing was to know what was in their hearts, whether they would keep his commandments or not. So the testing of the heart was about remembering. Remembering what God has done. And a lot of times they forgot. They forgot and they grumbled and they murmured and they complained. You said you should remember what God has done. Appreciate what God has done. Don't be proud, but be humble. There's this testing of the heart. 40 years is a long time. 40 years is a long time to be tested. That was a long delay. And most of it was because of their disobedience. Sometimes delays can be quick and easy. And sometimes delays can be long and difficult. And this was a difficult time, but even in the midst of it, God provided them, provided for them. In the next verse, it says, so he humbled you. He humbled you. He didn't crush them. He didn't destroy them. He allowed. He didn't, wasn't punishment, but there was an allowing. Sometimes we think God is punishing us, but it's not. He's just allowing things. He allowed you to hunger. He allowed you to hunger, but then he fed you. He fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. So even in the midst of this delay, there was a humbling of them. He allowed them. He wasn't opposing them. He was allowing them to experience lack. And then he fed them to show that I am the one that you should depend upon. He gave grace. He fed them with manna, something that nobody else experienced, that none of their fathers had experienced. He did miraculous things. He provided miraculously for them. They experienced things that others didn't, even in the midst of the delay and the trial, God was there. God was there. And then in the next verse, it says this, your clothes did not wear out, your feet did not swell during these 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. So he's using the delay that they experienced as well to discipline them. He was disciplining. He provided for them. And the delay was because of their disobedience. Therefore, there was the discipline. And they had to wait 40 years. Waiting takes discipline. Who doesn't like waiting? <laughs> waiting is difficult. It's a discipline in itself. But it says the Lord disciplines you. But in Hebrews it says that he disciplines those that he loves. He disciplines his children. I think we shared that last week. So there's all these different reasons why this delay is to test our faith, to test our hearts, 
to humble our pride and to discipline us. And these all sound like very strong words, but these are all words from a caring God because he wants us to progress. He doesn't want us to stay the same. He doesn't want us to make the same mistakes. He doesn't want us to be the same. He wants us to grow, okay? And so sometimes he delays things so that we value when the release comes. And of course then Jesus, Jesus has always got a good story. Jesus would tell stories and parables about things. And he was telling this one about dealing with delay. How do we deal with delays in our lives? Well, he told this story. He said, there's a certain city, a judge, who did not fear God nor regard man. I think I've shared this before. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. So she has approached somebody in authority in a position that she thinks can help her. She's basically saying, will you help me? And as a widow, you know, she had every right to do that. Get justice for me because from my adversary, from somebody who's oppressing me, somebody who's basically ripping me off, okay? Not doing the right thing by me. And of course, the judge, what did the judge do? He wouldn't help her at all. He would not for a while. In other words, he delayed. He wouldn't help her, he just delayed. But afterward he said within himself, though I do not fear God, nor regard man. So this guy's very arrogant. I don't fear God and I don't care about people. That's what he's saying. I do not fear God nor regard man, yet, because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. In other words, he delayed. It's like, I'm not going to deal with this. This woman will go away. But she didn't. <laughs> she kept coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back. She persisted. And her persistence bothered him. It bothered him to the point where he thought, you know what, I'm not going to delay anymore. Her continual coming is wearing me. I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of that woman. Go on, off you go. And he helped her when he didn't want to. Sometimes delays happen because there's mean people around. Sometimes delays happen because people are blocking us because situations are there that we can't change. But if we persist in doing what we can do, then the breakthrough will come. It doesn't say God broke through in this. Maybe she went away and prayed and came back. Probably. That's what I would think. And the Lord kept saying, go back, go back, go back. Keep knocking on his door. And he won't delay anymore. He's had enough. He said, she's wearying me. She's bothering me. That's it. And so the Lord showed us how to deal with delay. Don't give up too soon. Don't give up. Don't quit. Be persistent. 
be persistent and the desired outcome will eventuate. You know, sometimes delays happen to get our attention. To get our attention so that we connect and commit more to the Lord. Maybe this woman, we don't know all the background of this story. All we know is that she kept coming back. But maybe when she went away, she connected more with God. Maybe she got down and prayed like she's never prayed before. And maybe she heard from the Lord to keep persisting. Who knows? But sometimes delays happen in our lives that drives us to prayer, that drives us to the presence of God, to drive us to connect and commune like we haven't done for maybe a while. You know, sometimes we get a bit lazy. We get a bit busy. And then something will happen in our lives where we need that breakthrough, where things are being delayed, where we're trying to get a breakthrough and it's not happening. It's time to reconnect with God. It's time to get our attention back on Him. How do I know? Because it tells us in the Word of God. Matthew 7 says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks Finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. So verse 8 basically says there will be breakthrough. There will be reward. There will be answers. But the first part, verse 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Does that mean just first time? Bam, answer? Not always. Seek and you will find. Does that mean once? Knock. And it'll be open to you. Actually, when you read what it really says, it means ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Jesus is teaching about persistence and exercising your prayer and not being discouraged and not being deterred. Keep your resolve. Keep your faith. Be strong and keep on going. That's what he's basically saying here. There will be answers. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, and there will be the breakthrough. Is there something you're believing God for? I think all of us are believing God for something. It could be something personal. It could be your health. It could be salvation of family members. It could be a breakthrough in visas or studies or jobs or any kind of situation, relationships. Is there a delay? There's delays in all of our lives. So what is God saying to us? Is he testing our faith? Is he humbling us? Is there some pride in this? Is this a humbling thing? Is this to draw us closer, to come back to the Lord? Have we drifted off? Are we so distracted with everything else? We've drifted? Is he disciplining us? Or just making us want him more? 
What is God saying to us? Is the delay to get our attention? What is God saying to us? You know, the last verse I've got here is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It says this, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You want to know what God's will is? <laughs> Keep your attitude right. Keep your prayer life up. Be grateful in all circumstances, no matter what you're going through, no matter how difficult it may seem, no matter what the delay may be, whether it's a short one or a long one, who knows? In all circumstances, give thanks. Thank you, Lord. You're teaching me. Thank you, Lord. You're helping me. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be rejoicing. What's rejoicing? Does rejoicing mean happy, happy, happy all the time? No, it doesn't. Rejoicing means just being grateful that I've got God's help, that he's with me, that he will not forsake me, that I have his word, that I can pray, that I have people standing with me. That's what rejoicing is. Rejoicing. Always. Praying continually and giving thanks in all situations keeping the right attitude you know this is an encouraging word this is not a correctional word it's a directional word it's an encouraging word no matter what the delay in your life is the breakthrough can and will come amen Father, we just thank you. We choose to continue, Lord. We choose to believe. We choose to stay with you and pray to you until the breakthrough comes. Lord, it's not about what we need, actually. It's about who we need. And all we need is you. Your timing is always perfect. Help us to trust you, Lord. Trust you in the midst of our delays. And to hear clearly from you what we must do. And if we've done all, we stand and wait and believe. Thank you, Lord, that you are the strength of our lives. You're our strength and our song. We look to you. We bless you and thank you. We remember your goodness. And we're grateful. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay, everyone. Have an awesome week. If anyone needs prayer, I'll pray for you. Otherwise, say hi to someone. Stay strong. Keep going. Amen. Amen. <laughs>